Now, first of all, in, in my country, you're like a legend. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, we watched the documentary about you, about your life, when it was like, whoa. Yeah. It, it is real. And I was, wow. We were all fas very fascinating that you had such a past and now you have such a present, you know, like now you you reintegrated and uh, you're a very positive example for the society. Yeah, and looking at your story as well, Dan, you did time in Austria, did time in Romania, yes. almost six years like me, and now you've turned your life around as well, so, so you've become a really positive example. Because it's it's very easy to, to be a bad example, you know, it's just about one bad decision, one second and you're done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, in, my, in my case, it was a lot, lot of bad decisions over the years, but I think in your case, with the explosion in Austria, I think that was perhaps one, one bad decision, yeah. One bad decision, but look, I'm free for like nine years now and I still pay the punishment you know people still calling me yeah you prisoner you convict you you know yeah, yeah. because um, people who never made a big mistake they don't understand you know there's, there's always a lot of judgmental people out there until the kid ends up in prison and a lot of them don't care but am I okay to ask you what was the difference between Austria and Romania prison? In Austria you are allowed to buy yourself a computer. Okay. I mean. <laughs> and you have internet? In Internet no. Okay. But you, you could bring the internet inside the prison. Okay. You know, it was more easy. But there is a reason for that because in prison they try to educate you. You know? Yeah. So a lot of a lot of people in prison in, in Austria they made school and a lot of you know di diplomas or how you call it, high school also, you know. Yeah. And when they got out, they had a chance. Uh, yeah. But in, in Austria, the problem was like this. Uh, I was facing eight years prison. Yeah. So from eight years, you have 90% chances to spend eight years in prison. Okay. That's why I said, okay. I go to Romania. So I ask for it, you know, I I, I sign a deal to 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 be transferred in my country. Yes. In Romania, oh my god. <laughs> I saw a lot of bad things in TV, but they never show. Okay. In our days, I watch TV about prison, they're still lying about prison. About yeah. the conditions in yeah. prison, you know, they are still lying. That's why I said, okay, 
let's make this let's make this blog let's explain about how it is actually in prison you know with with good and bad you know is, is it gangs <laughs> in romania no <laughs> we don't have we don't have because look we are selfish <sighs> in the streets you know we we don't have any gangs like like in usa with two thousand members we have gangs with six people seven people from seven people to go to prison okay of gangs you know we yeah. don't have any national gangs here like in yeah. usa you know so in prison you're on your own it's you against everybody oh shit. <laughs> why it's better like this because okay. i i have an explanation yeah because if you know how to handle the situations you will be okay but if if you're a gang member your gang have problem with other gangs you have to interfere you know yeah so it's better on your own right so i know you 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 were in usa right in prison yeah Arizona country and all completely gang control like you saw in the documentary it's neo-nazi gangs yes. decide who lives and dies in the white race yeah wow but but your case drug gangs like, so all, all your case was big everyone knows you right in prison everyone knew you in prison well there was a lot of people in the prison who had bigger cases than me really and oh yeah <laughs> yeah arrows got people getting murdered they got mafia stuff they got biker gangs they got people on crystal math just getting paranoid killing people so in the beginning i was only medium security all of the the highest profile cases they were in maximum security yeah. um secure yeah yeah crime is off the scale out there uh, in romania we are not like that you know in usa hip hop uh, plays a big difference in what happens on the streets in, yeah. in, in romania no we don't have such thing like yeah i'm a g unit no <laughs> I'm a rap for myself, you know, in my country. <laughs> I I make uh, uh, lyrics about streets, about prison, about my life. Yeah. But people say, oh, good lyrics, but not. It's not about street credibility. If you're a good rapper, you write good. You're a star. If not, yeah. You know, in USA, you have to kill somebody to be in top ten. It's like so what, what? Like, what was so bad about the Romanian prison then? Um, look, in Romania, in prison, we have three different systems. We have, uh, yeah. in USA, I believe it's like that also. Uh, with small punishment in one prison, I was in the, uh, in a, how you call it, a security prison. Um, you just told me 
maximum security. I was in a maximum security prison because I get more than five years. If you have five years until life, you go in a maximum security prison and it's hard. Like 23 hours, you're in a room with other people, with criminals. But the good thing was in the maximum security prison, you're only four people in the room. Okay. Other prisons, you're like 200 in one room. And the space... So there's four cellmates. Yeah. And the space is for 50 people, but you're like 200 inside. Oh, so it's way overcrowded. Yeah. In you're sleeping beds, on somebody, basically. In two beds, three people are sleeping. Oh, wow. And the violence? The violence is there, but it depends on you. On you, We have drugs in prison also. Uh, we have good people and bad people, but you have to, to synchronize yourself when you're inside. You have to be like, you know, like Terminator, like Terminator 8, you know? You have, <laughs> you have three seconds to, to know who you're dealing with, you know? Yeah. But yeah. once you go in prison, you get this capability to 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 know which one is who. You know? Yeah. Because if you go with the wrong people, you get into problems. Yeah. <laughs> but um, good good thing is in prison in Romania, if you're clean, if you're a nice guy, if you're respectful. Not respectful, like, oh, hello, oh, no, like, you know, with dignity, but respectful. Don't look for problems, you know your limits. We joke until here, and this is it. Uh, But if you show respect also, you get respect. You know, because we, we are smart enough to know, okay, we're in this shithole. But our family is outside. We have to stay chill to go out faster. So this is good for Romanian prison. But sometimes, you know, you lose control. You have to face uh, situations. Did anyone mess with you? Yes. I, I, had, uh, I had also uh, three times when I got beat. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the times I win, I won, because <laughs> I won also, but I don't want to send any, you know, misinterpretation, like, oh, yeah. what you want to prove or something. No. Three times I got beat up very bad, like three, um, how you call it? Ribs, in the ribs. Ribs, yeah, broken and, yeah. I know. Okay, just, just slowing down a bit then. How did the first situation come about out of the three situations? What what happened there? What, why? From stupid did someone things. come at you or? From stupid things. The first time I got beat up was about TV. TV, you know? yeah. Caused a lot of fights, TV. Yeah. A guy wanted to, wanted to watch a football game between uh, Steaua and Dinamo. And I was like, okay. Let's watch it. If you're a football fan, okay, let's watch it. After the, the game, 
it was like uh, uh, an interview, a lot of interviews. And I was like, okay, the game is finished. Let's watch a movie. No, let it hear. No, man, let's watch a movie. You're not the only one in the room. And he got all upset and he uh, jumped on me, you know, and I was like, okay, let's fight. But this guy was a judo fighter. Oh. You, man, because, you know, okay, let's fight. Wait, uh, are you kung fu something fighter? <laughs> no, I didn't ask him. So I just jumped on him also. And he kicked my ass in three seconds. I, he, I don't know. He catch me like this and boom. <laughs> three ribs done. But he noticed. Oh. Noticed. He said, okay, are you okay? No, I'm not okay. He helped me to get up. The, the how you call it, the guards came in and they asked me what happened. I said, nothing. I fell down on of bed, you know? Yeah. And But they didn't, didn't believe this. They said, ah, yeah, right. Do you want to have something to say? No, I have nothing to say. They leave. Uh, this guy uh, appreciated that I didn't tell to the police, you know, I didn't snitch. Yeah. And two weeks, I, I couldn't get out of bed. <laughs> I couldn't. And uh, this guy helped me with the food or to get out of bed, you know, because he appreciated that I was uh, fair, you know. Yeah, when you crack your ribs like that, even if you laugh <laughs> yeah. or if you sneeze, anything, it's like, ah, like if you sneeze, it feels like someone shot you in the ribs. I couldn't sleep at night. I wake up every time, you know, every 20 minutes I woke up. You know? Yeah, it was, but uh, mo most of the times uh, the fights are coming from uh, stupid things, stupid reasons, not something like you know a big deal. What What was the second fight over that you lost? What happened there? In the shower uh, in Austria, they they gave us uh, uh, towers, you know, blue towers. Okay, so that that first fight was in Romania or Austria. <laughs> No, the uh, first fight was in Romania with the TV. Okay, so now back to Austria, okay. Yeah. Uh, in Austria, now it's the first fight. Yeah. Uh, they gave us blue towers to everybody, and I put my tower on the first uh, thing. <laughs> I learned English from TV, so that's why you have to understand. <laughs> okay, but I'm good. <laughs> we understand each other. And I, yeah. put, I, <laughs> I put the blue tower on that thing, I made yeah. a shower, other guy came and he put it on top of it. When I finished, I took uh, the tower, but it was his tower. Oh. And he came at me, yeah, motherfucker, you took my tower, and he slapped me. He didn't hit me, oh. he would hit me, I will be fine, you know, you got a punch in your yeah. face, but slapping, Bitch slapping is like bad. And I, I didn't say anything. I just jump on him. I kick his ass. I kick his yeah. ass. He was smaller than me. And I, he didn't expect me to jump on him like very fast. Ten punches on him. He got out. 
I stay in the shower because he, I, I broke his nose and his blood was on my body. So I, I stay a little yeah. bit in the shower to wash. He go in his room and talk to his roommates because he, this guy was a Russian guy. Man. Oh. And yeah, seven, seven people came in the oh. shower. Oh, no. I was naked and... Uh, oh. <laughs> Seven Russians on a naked man in the shower. This isn't going to end but well. I was, I was lucky. They, they broke my nose. But when seven people hit you, there is no space for seven people to hit one man. Okay. Two people can kick your ass better than seven people. Really? True. Yeah. You know, because they have the space to, to move, to hit, to calculate the, the hit. But seven people, yeah. you know, oh, let me, let me, <laughs> like this, <laughs> and I, I, I let myself down, so they think I, I, I'm like, you know, sleeping, and yeah, they conscious. Yeah, they got out, and I was like, man, motherfuckers, I'm okay. I thought it was like, yeah, but it's okay when. Seven people hit you, uh, you you end up being happy with only a broken note, you know. <laughs> I love your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. I was laughing. I was like, yeah, shit, I'm alive, you know. And, and, I was proud of me. I was proud of me because wow, you know, it's easy to to hit somebody. It's easy to hit. But it's very hard to get a punch. And yeah. I was, yeah, hey, I can get a punch, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> not dropping down. I was proud of me. Yeah. Prison. <laughs> uh, third fight, was that in Austria or Romania? In Romania also, in Romania, uh, with no reason. Man, no with no reason. There was he crazy. He was like uh, loving to fight to show himself. Look at me, I'm strong. I'm. He was like almost two meter long. You know, he was like like this. You know. Yeah, giant. Yeah, and uh, he every time he look at me, I, I was showing him respect, but I was treating him like I treat everybody else. And he didn't like that. He 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 loved to be kissed in the ass, you know. Mm. He had his own people who every time, oh man, you know. And I'm not like that. I'm I have my dignity. I salute yeah. you, respect you, but I'm not gonna kiss your ass and laughing, even if you're not fun. I'm laughing only if you're fun, you know. But yeah. other people are not like that. So he didn't like me. He he didn't like me for that. And he told me one day, hey, I'm going to kick your ass very soon. I was like, okay. And in one, one day, he said, motherfucker, today I'm going to kick your ass. You don't believe me? I said, man, do what you want. Yeah, I'm going to kick this motherfucking ass. I'm going to slap him so hard he's going to die. And everyone was looking at me, what I'm going to do. Because 
you know how it is if you let somebody to jump on you like that to humiliate you everyone will try it and i knew okay fuck it this is a lost fight but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna lose i know i have i only have to to stay on my feet and not to fall down yeah i knew if i would try to hit him and i will have my side open and he's gonna hit me i'm dead i'm killed yeah. that's why i said okay i'm just gonna try to protect myself to move to i don't know to excavate mm -hmm. and i told him okay you want to kick my ass let's go he was like what you know he was like he couldn't believe i have the guts to tell him let's fight <laughs> yeah I said, okay, let's do it, motherfucker. And he uh, His style was like when he he hit me, he swore, you know, ah, motherfucker, from all his heart. And that's why he got very tired very fast, you know? He couldn't control yeah. his. When you fight, you have to control your breath, you know, so you yeah. can air. <laughs> And I don't know, like, was like 20 seconds. But for me, it was like 20 hours. Oh. You know, when you, you get punches and on your hands, on your head. Ah, yeah. you spray, okay. I hope it's over very soon. I hope it's over very soon, you know? Yeah. And uh, I hope I'm not going to fall down, you know, unconscious. And he was like, uh, okay, I, I saw he was like very confident to, to put me down. And I was laying like myself like this. Yeah. And he was satisfied. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I kick your ass. Mm -hmm. But he was tired, actually. You know, he yeah. was very, very tired. And he go in his way. My hands from punches were blue, were blue. And like this, man, I thought he broke my bones. He was very strong in his feet, you know? And yeah. I go to the bathroom to check myself up, you know, if I'm okay. I was red in my head, you know, from the punches, blue on my hands, mm -hmm. but I was okay. I was okay and I didn't sleep. And everyone was like, hey man, I respect you for your guts, man. Nobody go to him to tell him, yeah, man, you're strong. Nobody. Mm. Everyone was coming to me to say, hey, you didn't want, but for me, you won. You know, something like this, you know? Yeah, you showed heart. That's the big thing, isn't it? Showing heart. But I was very, very scared. I, I, yeah. to, I was because I knew, you know, when you have a fight and you, you know you're gonna lose, it's like your legs are shaking, and man, yeah. it was, it was. After the fight, I got fever. I, I swear, mm -hmm. God, I don't know. Maybe from, from, I don't know. You know. Yeah. Got fever, I was like sick. Yeah. Emotion, too much stress, too much. Uh, I was too scared, maybe. I don't know. But mm -hmm. 
you know, it was okay. And two days after, he called me, yeah, let's drink a coffee. I said, no, man, look, you know, I, I don't want to be your enemy, but I don't want to be your friend. No, just let's talk. His only curiosity was why I didn't sleep. <laughs> why? Because he's strong. He's... And I thought, <laughs> yeah, I told him, look, man, it was not an open space. In an open space, you can... You know, you can kick my ass very fast. But in this situation, I got lucky. And he was satisfied and I didn't have any problems with him since then. You know. Are you allowed to come to England with your criminal record? England? Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Yes, I'm allowed. Because you have such great stories i know all of my viewers just from what you just told me those three fights they want they're going to want to hear much more from you and if you can come to england you know we can sit down in the studio here and have a good length discussion and have it all filmed professionally if, if, if you can come out here yeah i think the viewers would love to hear to hear many more of your stories yeah and i'm going to put um a link to your YouTube channel Thank you very in, much. The, descri in the description box, yeah, below this video. So I, I hope people go over and subscribe um, to your channel as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, I have some questions for you because yeah. uh, when I announced it, that I'm going to make an interview with you, I got like 780 questions. But I'm not going to ask you so many questions. I'm going to ask you just a few. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do a few today, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, in USA in prison, if you're weak, uh, it's true that in the shower or in the room, you have a big chance to get raped? Okay. So, there's two questions there. So... If you are weak, prison in Arizona was full of predators and they're like animals. So, weak, then they're going to swoop down and try and take advantage of that person. Now, taking advantage of that person, it might be sex, it might be extortion, it might be getting them to do some drug smuggling or storing a, a cell phone in the ass, whatever it is, however they can think that person, they can use that person, then they're going to exploit them. So like you said, you know, you were frightened, but you can't show. I was terrified. My heart's going, but you can't show that fear because otherwise these predators will take advantage. With the rape thing, in America, you have to go to a rape class to get taught how not to get raped. There's an act called the Prison Rape Elimination Act, P-R-E-A, because there's so much rape in America, they, they introduced this law. And the prisons have to show people a video of young people coming in, and if they take food, they're in debt, and then they're in debt, they've got you because you can't pay the debt, so you're forced into becoming a prison punk, a prison prostitute, or what's called getting turned out. 
And once that happens, there's no coming back from that. And the rape class, the, the conclusion was you have to report rape. If anyone reports anything, you're a snitch. So we went to this rape class, and a, a prisoner was gang raped where I was housed, and nobody reported anything. Man, trust me, if I would be in prison in USA, I would take a shower with five jeans on my ass. <laughs> Some people do. Some people shower um, with, with, with their clothes on. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, yeah. Me too. I would do that. One other question, how was the food in USA prison? Okay, so the worst conditions were in the jail. So in America, jail is mostly unsentenced prisoners waiting to get sentenced or go to trial or sign a plea bargain. Prison is where you go when you're sentenced. So in the prison, the conditions were slightly better than the jail. But in the jail, there was a famous boss of the jail called Sheriff Joe Arpaio back then. And he prided himself on being America's toughest sheriff. So we would get like moldy bread, rotten grapefruits, rotten oranges, slices of cheese that like it melted into oil. Signal is bad. Yeah, with some some rancid kind of, of sausage meat, yeah. So I was fighting my case for 26 months, and I'm not a, a big person. I was about, I think I was about 11-something stone. So I lost about two stone in weight over the two years, which is about, I think, 20... 30 pounds, I think that might be, yeah, yeah. In kilograms, how much? Um, I should remember this because <laughs> of, my, of my drug dealing. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember exactly um, in, in what it was in kilos, yeah. Anyway, one other question, because in Romania there are a lot of kids who want to be a drug dealer. And I tried to... Yeah. Yeah. I'm alone here. Nobody else is doing such a vlog or, you know, nobody is talking about this. I'm on my own now, trying yeah. to convince children to stop dreaming about them being some drug dealers because they end up in prison. Now, you are like a very famous, very big drug dealer. I mean, millions of dollars uh, worth of uh, ecstasy. Yeah. What can you tell to the kids from your perspective? Okay. Every day, Pablo Escobar's son gets messages from kids saying they want to be like his dad. The media makes it look very glamorous and you know at the end of the day Pablo Escobar died I wrote a book called Party Time and all my closest friends from America were in that book and half of them are dead half of them are dead so 
Um, if you don't want to live for a long time or if you want to end up in prison, they are the two things that are going to happen down that road. And people who are running drug businesses, they have entrepreneurial skills because not only are they running a business, they're avoiding the law, avoiding surveillance, constantly you know, watching who's come in. So if you can run a drug business, you can run a legal business as well and make money and not have to worry about ending up in prison or basically. This, this is a very good perspective. If you're smart enough to run a drug business, you're smart yeah. enough to make a legal business and to yeah. sleep well on your bed. Yeah. Without Because look, look at look at all this look at all the skills you need for a drug business. Whew. You know, you're smuggling drugs from one country to here or you're moving drugs around here and here, all the logistics. <laughs> All the people who owe you money, you know, collecting the debts, speaking on the phone so that police can't hear you. There's a lot of lot of things that you have to learn to um, to to be good at it. And if you can develop those skills over time, then um, you can you can get out in the real world and and do, do well. There's a book called The Forty Eight Laws of Power. I would recommend people read that because the 48 Laws of Power, that really gives you some skills as well to um, be successful in life. Yeah. We have a guy in Romania who was smuggling drugs from Malaysia to Germany. And he got cut. Death penalty, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lady I work with got caught. She was in Thailand and she, she got sick and she didn't have money for a flight. And instead of calling her parents, she decided to smuggle some heroin out. And it was in a small amount of heroin in plastic. And it was, she swallowed it and it was inside her belly. And then in, in no way would she, would she get caught because it's inside her body. At the airport, they selected for her for an x-ray. And they spotted it, and she was arrested and sentenced to death. Yeah, but the government got involved, and her sentence was reduced. And she she talks to school kids now. Yeah. I believe I saw the documentary on the internet. Yeah, banged up abroad, locked up abroad. Sandra Gregory in Thailand was the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Man, man. So drug dealing is is not some something cool. Not. Not something to play around. There are other ways to make money, legal money. Yeah, yeah. A lot of kids in Romania, they sell drugs just to be cool. Not because they need money. Because if you're selling two grams of, I don't know what, you don't make a lot of money. But they try to be cool. Look at me, I'm cool, I'm a drug dealer. Hey, I did the same. I had money in the stock market and um, I didn't need to be doing the drug dealing, the importation. But I thought I was so cool, you know, running around with my bouncers, got a big house, 
you know, 200 people working for me and throwing parties for thousands of people. And that <laughs> tension, that attention becomes more addictive than the drugs themselves. Just people praising you and hugging you all night long, thanking you for the... It's ego. My ego was as big as the Grand Canyon back then. Yeah. Sure. One last question. Have you saw any uh, crime in prison? I mean, somebody getting murdered. Oh. Oh. Okay, so I've got videos on my YouTube channel of the guards murdering mentally ill prisoners. And I will send you links to those. Because people are like, we can't believe the guards murder mentally ill prisoners. I'll send you links to those. Maybe you can put them in the description box um, below this video on your channel. And people can see the reality, not just the Nazi gang guys murdering people, guards Shit. murdering mentally ill prisoners. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Sean, thank you very, very, very much from this, for this interview. I hope we're going to see each other in London. Yeah, how, how would you come to London? Do you, have you been to England before? Never, but uh, I have a lot of friends working in London, so it's easy for me to come. Well, look, I live near Gatwick, and I live near Heathrow. So if you want me to buy you a plane ticket to come out and get on my podcast... Let's look into that, man, because I think you, you've got some great stories. And um, in the comments section below this video, actually, I'm going to ask my viewers, would you like to have Dan on the channel for a couple of hours telling us the rest of his fight stories, the ones that he won, and that kind of stuff, and all the, the rest about the conditions in, um, in Romania and the Austrian prison? And if you've got any more questions for Dan, put them in the comments section, or... Jump over to his channel with the link that I'm going to put below this video yeah. and post some questions on his channel as well. And uh, I think people are going to be fascinated. I don't, I've never heard of anyone who's been in prison in Romania or Austria. So this is, you know, it's, this is a very, very unique situation for my viewers um, to, to watch and to listen to. I think they'll be fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> because there are a lot of differences between the systems and the mentality yeah 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 definitely all right all right well thank you for your time this evening dan and um people to talk to you people in in uh who watch your channel if they want to come over to my channel and ask me any questions uh, if you've watched the episode you've got any questions i'm all you know i try and i do try and answer as many of the questions and comments as possible so you you take care of yourself dan and it's it's Me great too. to see you come out of this uh, with, with such a big smile and such positive energy. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was an honor for me too. I salute you all. Be free. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers from London. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs>